This is a podcast from Minute Media. Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. What's up, everyone? This is Ray. This is Chris Chavez. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what up? It's Bruce Williams, the Mastodon himself. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer, former Houston Rocket, retired professional NBA basketball player. Five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. And you're now tuned in to the Summit State of Mind podcast. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Step Backs and everything Houston Rockets, presented by Minute Media Podcast Network and the official podcast to SpaceCityScoop.com. I am your host, your Commissioner Kenny, and of course with me as always is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin, who looks very focused, very into his, his business right now. How's it going, GM? Wednesday afternoon. How you doing? Don't tell my job, but uh, I'm putting in an order right now because I forgot to put it in. But luckily, it won't be delivered till Friday. We didn't tell so. anybody what your what, what company you're. No, for, so we're it's not, all good. And we're not going to. We're not going to divulge that. We're not going to. <laughs> but um, yeah, today is good. I had a nice lunch. I actually ended up at Chili's. I got that eight dollar meal. I was so hungry today. TFTI man. I've been yeah. wanting chilies for a while. I, 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 I made that pit stop. I got myself a Caesar salad and a half a chicken bacon uh, avocado sandy, sando, you know? It was uh, it was delightful. Sounds terrible for you, but good for the soul. It was great for the soul. I'm a little jealous. Just ever, a tad. Do you remember that song? Do you remember that song, GM? The, uh... Nick Jonas? No. What? What does that have to do with chilies? <laughs> no, oh, I'm talking about a... Chili, <laughs> chilies, baby, back ribs. Barbecue all. There you go. You know what the deal is. <laughs> yeah, remember, remember when NSYNC did it? Didn't NSYNC do that too? I don't recall. Maybe yeah. in a parallel universe they did. Yeah, I would say Did they so. ever do it? I don't know. I, not that I remember. Austin um, Powers did it. Yeah, I do right? recall. Yes. Was the fat bastard? Um. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Okay. I was trying to make sure because I can't really remember, and I'm, I'm thinking on um, pop culture references here. Okay, so let's focus in, GM, because we are a Houston Rockets podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the summit once again. Uh, very excited because it was, GM, you know, let's talk about, obviously, the matchup, the Rockets-Lakers. But the last time we had recorded uh, with the Hoop Trust, shout out to the Hoop Trust, to Devin and to Tim, uh, once again, for meeting us at the Summit. And shout-outs once again to Texas League of Brewery for hosting us. Thank you very much. It was a great Absolutely. episode. shout-out to Lager, my boy Nate, took care of us, and to the bartenders, Garrett and Dana. They took good care of us. It was it was a wonderful time. It was a great time. And we I can't wait it. for us to go back again with the Hoop Trust. There's a point. Well, there, at yeah, point. at some point, at some point. We, we, that's definitely a future destination for sure that we need to hit. But... GM, I want to talk about today, today's episode. Obviously, we by the time we had recorded, which was last, which was last Saturday for the Indiana Pacers matchup, which was the return of Jalen Green, a successful return individually for him. Obviously, not for the team because we obviously lost that game. But 
If, let's go ahead and fast forward here and let's talk about the matchup that we just saw yesterday. The return of the Prodigal Sons, the Prodigal Guards. Yes. Uh, the return of the Prodigal Guards, Jalen Green and uh, KPJ. It's so sad when I thought about it too because I thought about it last night and I was like, you know, this was this this is great. Like we got everybody back. Oh, wait, no, rewind. We do not have everybody back because we still have players in health and safety protocols. Yes. So unfortunately. It's such a it's such a shame too because I was ready to see Jalen Green and KPJ fully function and operate in an offense with Jay Sean Tate and Garrison Matthews yeah. being able to, you know, kick it out to shooters, obviously. But let's talk about the game at hand, Rockets, Lakers, the return of Jalen Green and KPJ. Mm-hmm. Give me your immediate thoughts on the game and what you saw. I was so impressed with a few things from the both of the guys. Let's go with KPJ first. Uh, KPJ came out aggressive. He played very, very well. And he made his minutes count whenever he did, whenever he was on the court. Mm-hmm. The guy played almost 35 minutes in his return, which is kind of a lot considering that it was a, a thigh issue or it was a quad issue. That was it started with the a thigh contusion. The big one was the thigh contusion yes. because he kept uh, re-aggravating it. Yeah, and I mean he he came out and hustled. But let's go look at the numbers first, okay? Please. He had 22 points, five rebounds, and nine assists in 35 minutes. Yes, sir. He played very well. He he could have had a double double. In mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. there was a few shots that were missed by other players, but he was—he looked so crisp in his playmaking on the court, which in itself was so impressive. It, that's not what I ex- had expected, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He shot eight of seventeen from the field, he shot 47 percent, and then he shot five of nine from three, which was eye-opening. And that is the thing that we were worried about because his three-point shot isn't as consistent. But that was something that he had proved upon. For this game, you know he came out and wanted to play. He wanted to show out. It was his return. He had been chomping at the bit, is what what Mario Ellie would say. Chomping at the bit to want to play, yeah. Yeah, there you go. They both were. Exactly. And, you know, like, they both played so well last night. And I would say this. Kevin Porter Jr., on the ball defending, was on it. His lateral movement looked clean, crisp, and his footwork was there. Yeah. But the off-ball defending, when they started to ball watch was the issue yep you know there was a lot of points where back cuts were put on kpj or a jalen green from the corner Mm -hmm. but we did see it towards the end of the game when they would attack kpj on that pick and on that pick and roll when the lebron would go into the basket and he'd muscle his way lebron and russell westbrook uh back back door cuts you know the give and goes and kpj just could not keep up unfortunately but at the end of the day, he also has to have his help, and the help was not there. Mm-hmm. It's okay. That happens. And, you know, let's go with – and let's talk about Jalen Green. Jalen Green, he was jumping out the building, caught two alley-oops in the first half. Yep. He was jawing it. He was killing it. He was jawing yeah, at Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Well, you saw, remember, in the beginning of the game, too, when he got – we thought he kind of came up not limping, but like – Yeah, we he thought seemed a little yeah. – he, he did not seem like he was – completely comfortable the, the, the first play of the game i think it was the yeah. very first play of the game he, where he, he defended was, someone driving he defended it was russell i believe or, was other russell or malik monk but he was uh-huh. russell driving to the rim and yeah. then he kind of came up not limping not per se but like i definitely thought there was like, something there it seemed like something yeah. was off i thought they were gonna have to pull him maybe we maybe we were we, we were wrong i mean he came out and killed it like i mean if it wasn't for him in the fourth quarter he's the one that single-handedly brought us back into the game he didn't get as many shot attempts as we would have liked him to at yeah. the end of the fourth 
Oh, but, we're going to talk about that because that's a whole that's a whole subject in and of itself because yeah, that is that, ridiculous. There, there, there were some things that I didn't like, but they that yeah, like you said, it's a whole other issue. We can talk about we can dig deep into that later. Yeah. But what I do want to say is that his aggression, him driving to the bucket, was right there. That's what we needed. Yeah. You know, absolutely. just when there's no rim protecting. Yeah. There was only LeBron playing the five. So you had to attack, 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 well, which is something that they did. That's what Hollins was saying, too, during the broadcast is that he wanted – he was like, yo, throw it up. If Wood's there, if Wood's there, throw it up. Throw it up, especially in those – especially in the times when LeBron wasn't on the floor. Yeah. And they went ultra small. Yeah. I'm like, dude, throw it up. Like, Ryan Hollins well. was right. You might as well because it's better than – they were already turning the ball over quite a bit. Yeah. So you couple that with the fact that they were – you know, they kept trying to – find ways to, to pass it into the lane mm-hmm. i wasn't happy with the fact that they weren't taking advantage of the small ball lineup that was in front of them yeah with that lakers team i feel like they could have taken a lot more advantage of it there yeah were- there was there's a little too much one-on-one certain iso uh, moments where it was just yeah. not the right move they had to get to the, they had to get some movement going absolutely but, Four, well 14 turnovers on top of that yeah i mean the fourth quarter i don't i don't recall how many turnovers that we had but we did get a, we did have a pretty decent amount of turnovers in the fourth yeah, it was so. it was it was tough sledding, but I want to talk about I want to talk about uh, the first half in particular. What are some things that you saw also in the first half as it pertains to uh, Christian Wood, uh, Josh Christopher? Even you know what did we mm-hmm. see out of them that first half outside of what we saw from Kevin Porter and Jalen Green? Well, Christian Wood played very efficiently in that first half. I mean, his overall stat line screams efficiency. Yeah, 22 points, 8 of 12. Yeah. 3 of 4 from 3. Absolutely. But he shot 50% from the free throw line. Once again! Which is not ideal. I am so inf- I'm so frustrated. And I will, yeah. I, will not be an, and I will not be an apologist for this one. No. Because I'm tired of seeing shouldn't. this. I'm we tired shouldn't. of seeing He's the worst free throw shooter in the entire league. I'm so tired of this. It's, how can, it's bad. How are we living in a world where Andre Drummond and... Le- and Dwight Howard are better free throw shooters than you. That isn't the world I want to live in, but it is the world that is reality. How do you have a higher percentage from the three point line? Yeah, I'm. I'm, it I'm, beats I'm just me. saying. Okay, look, yeah. look. I understand uh-huh. what you're saying, real quick. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I just want to yeah. lay this out on the line because I understand to a degree where this can be an issue because of the fact that it's a mental game. Mm-hmm. It's free throws. Yeah, you know there are three things in this world. Three things in this world that are free: death, taxes, and free throws. But free throws alone. At the end of the day, they're not really free, especially when your mind's not it. Nick Anderson will be the first to tell you. Yeah. But I'm at a I'm at a point now where it's like Christian Wood says, "Yo, I'm the guy, I'm the man. Mm-hmm. I want the ball in my hands." If if you're gonna play like that, you need to make your free throws. The last Thank guy you. that was that did that, James Harden, was like he averaged between eighty five to eighty nine percent from the free throw line. Yeah, I mean you know? even eighty five yes. to eighty nine percent. And then it's the that, same thing when you play at that level. There's an expectation there. And for Christian Wood, if he's going to play like he is that guy and he will act like he is that guy, then we expect bigger and better things from him. Absolutely. But the way that he's presenting himself in that, it just it's not up to par, in my opinion. He played efficiently, but if you actually watch the game, the effort level on the defensive end was not there. Even though he is someone that I want to see more along the lines of help defense, he should be there for rebounds. Considering that we had no size last Mm-mm. night. We had no Mm-mm. Jay Sean Tate, no KJ Martin. So, I mean, we needed him. And, you know, they weren't playing him and Shingun together, very small, 
Because we were playing David Nwaba a lot. Well, David Nwaba played 33 minutes. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, in regards to that, we needed him to put a little bit more size in that. I mean, we lost the rebound battle by, like, what, 14 rebounds? But what, yeah, but at the end of the day, what is, we, we agree, though. What, we know he is who he is. Yes. He's a, he's a guard in a big man's body, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's the way he thinks of himself yes. as. Yeah. At least he didn't try to take over too much in regards to his play, but there were just certain things I just took issue with. Like, yeah. for example, when he came into the game, we were down to, it was like 113, 112. Yeah. And we ended up losing 132, 123. Yeah. They went on a 17-10 to 10, 17 to 10 run when he played. And I'm not saying that's solely on him, but he is a huge part of that. When he sagged off Mello on that corner three, that's on Christian Wood. Yeah, no, you know, of course. Well, because it started when he returned, and then you looked at me because we watched the game together, and then you looked at me and you were like, "Oh man, this is where the game goes down the toilet. This is where we lose." And then I was like, "I was like, have faith, GM, have faith." And then Jalen Green had that the goaltending call initially mm-hmm. that was called back, which was overturned, mm-hmm. and we lost the bucket. I think it ended up being like a, a four point swing or a, a five point swing. Something that, along they, they those drained, lines. They drained a shot on the other end. Afterwards, it would have been one seventeen, one eighteen. It would have been up one. Yeah. And I think that's big time too for the confidence of this team. And then we needed that. We needed that bucket or at least a foul call or something. Even Jalen said it post game. He was like, yo man, he's like, I just want to, fa-. he's like, I wanted a foul call. He was like, I wasn't really thinking about the goaltend. He honestly thought that LeBron didn't goaltend on it. And no. in all technical terms, he did it. But and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go over here and, and be home, you know, be the ultimate homer and be like, oh, that was a goaltend. When in all actualities, yeah, he touched the rim. But my argument going it didn't affect the it shot. didn't affect the shot. The shot wasn't gonna touch the yeah. rim. I mean, under technical rules, it should have been yeah. based on that rule alone. Yeah. But because it's in the vicinity, yes, yeah. like it didn't affect. It was more of an inadvertent bounce, which is ridiculous. But whatever. At the end of the day, it is what it is, and yeah. that's fine. But that, I think that's also. But I think that was also a turning point. Yeah. In the game, once they once they lost that, mm-hmm. once they lost that two pointer, that kind of just was what sunk the the ship from there. Yeah. Then you just got killed on backdoor cuts. Yeah. The the, the rest of the game, LeBron, mm-hmm. the switch, the switching, obviously, LeBron going in, Russell Westbrook uh, doing quick cuts to the quick back cuts to the rim to get the layups finding kpj and jalen green sleeping i think that's where they lost the game well mainly. That, that, that's that's what you want to see yeah. you know you want to see um you know along something along those lines yeah but what can you do it's so it's it's okay and we have these expectations for this team i know? just wanted i just i i i think in all expectation wise for me it was exactly what i wanted Jalen Green played very exceedingly well, especially in the fourth. I mean, for goodness sakes, he had 12 points in the fourth or 14 points in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., he showed out. He did what he needed to do. These players are developing. Jacob had himself a whale of a game. My goodness, the defense, the hustle, the effort was all there. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, we lost, which helps the lottery odds once again. But GM, I really, really wanted this yeah, one. Yeah, we all wanted to wanted extend that Laker losing streak. I really wanted it. But, you know, it's hard to overcome when both LeBron James and Russell Westbrook both have triple doubles. Yeah. And as you saw, Carmelo Anthony was 9-15 from the field, and he shot 4-8 of eight from 3. He had 24 points and 9 rebounds. If Carmelo Anthony himself out-rebounds your highest rebounder, we have an issue. Yeah. Because Melo can't get up there. No, he can't. Not anymore. Not at this age. 
but that's just effort. I think that's effort, exactly lack of effort from a young team, exactly. just not knowing better. It, the team yeah. that lacks a daisical. Like Absolutely. we said, we can place that blame on Christian Wood because he was lackadaisical. And, he was you know, a part there, of it. There were certain issues with an, with an effort level on the defensive end on everybody, you yeah. know. But obviously, you know, Nawaba did the best he could with what he has against LeBron James. Mm-hmm. What can you do? You know what I mean? LeBron was just having one of those nights where he just couldn't miss. And that's okay. Nawaba did what he was supposed to do. You know what? I've, He's not expected to score. Yeah, but you know what I found crazy about all of this is the fact that LeBron, Westbrook, and Melo had a straight-up go like playoff mode to beat just us. to beat the Rockets. Yeah. LeBron and Westbrook had two triple-doubles. Melo had 24 points, and that is just to beat the Rockets by nine. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing that I'm thinking about here from here on in for Laker-wise is like, Man, if if you our team's not even fully healthy yet, like we have our we have two starters in health and safety protocols, and I'm just like, if it takes that much to beat us by nine to snap your losing streak, bro. Like, have, I, no I, I, pray the the pl- I pray for that team. I pray for that Lakers team in the playoffs because they're about to get lit up. Yeah, they bad. have no shot in the playoffs. Thirty nine. Think about thirty nine and a half minutes for LeBron at the five spot. Mm-hmm. At the five spot, that body ain't gonna last. At the five, yeah. Playing almost forty but, minutes, you know, a game. but that, that was a personnel decision based on the yeah matchups. what they saw. Yeah, because Christian you know, Wood's not a big exactly. They're not they're not going to do that normally unless it's, it's a just small, wild normal see. small ball. Yeah, then LeBron will play the five against a team like the Rockets. That's something they can get away with for mm-hmm. a whole game. Mm-hmm. They didn't even play Dwight Howard nor DeAndre Jordan, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, but when it comes down to all of that, yeah, it's just. In the big picture, we still lost, mm-hmm. but that's totally fine. Like, you know, you don't want to do any, like, moral type of, yeah. was it morale type of things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it pertains to uh, the loss, we're okay with that because the effort was there. The points were there. These guys had their moments. They just couldn't defend, mm-hmm. which they will learn as games go by. Yeah, of course. That's fine. All right. Well, you know what? That's a good point, GM. And we're going to go ahead and uh, put a quick ad break here so we can give an ad a shout-out to our sponsors. And we'll be right back after this message. Jamie's Log. Progressive. The Harrington's Backyard. Day 11, 4.43 a.m. The tent I set up in the Harrington's Backyard to prove Progressive has 24-7 protection has a rip in it. But a little rain won't stop me. Mrs. Harrington says she totally understands 24-7 protection means 24-7. Going to stay a few more days to make sure. It's hailing now. That's fun. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the Summit State of Mind presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. GM, let's continue on to talk about this Rockets-Lakers team and the game that they played yesterday. But, yo, I want to talk about one guy because I got a bone to pick with him. You know, it's so funny. I got, it's so funny. The the guy that got released, you know, the guy that we've had a bone to pick with for a while. It's like now I got a bone to pick with someone else. Now it's ridiculous. Like I need a, I need to pick somebody. I need to pick on somebody. So uh-huh. this is your week, Mister Armani Brooks, to get picked on. Armani Brooks, look, okay, he had eleven points, mm-hmm. three of nine from the floor. Yeah, two of eight from three. Okay, look. He's in here. Mm-hmm. He's here for one reason. Mm-hmm. Actually, two reasons now mm-hmm. because he's he's improved. Yeah. One reason: launch that three ball. Two, play some defense. That's all. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all we need from him. Everything else is cherry on the Sunday. Yeah, right. But 
for Armani Brooks, he's averaging 31% from three this season. Yeah. 31%. And it did not help his percentages because he shot two of eight no, last I game, mean, too. I, I, I want to ask you, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I wanted yeah. to ask mm-hmm. you what mm-hmm. your opinion has been on on Armani Brooks. Because for mm-hmm. me personally, yeah. this three-point percentage, this is, a, this is starting to become a problem now. Because he's the type of shooter where I expect him to average between 36 to 40. That's where I think. That's how good I think he is yeah. as a three point shooter mm-hmm. when he's locked in. Mm-hmm. But what do you, what's your opinion been as Armani Brooks? Is it is it as is it as hot as mine, or is it you know cool down a little bit? It's not as hot. It's okay. more cold and even keel. I understand your your how worried you are based on the fact he shot 25% last night. But let's think about it like this: defenses are more prepared for him. They're closing harder on him especially mm-hmm. on these three-point shots they yep. know he can knock it down so the thing about him is that it's not just the defender but it's also the spots he's shooting the ball at so i mean he might be shooting more at spots he's not comfortable with because these guys are giving him space where the only times he does have space is in uncomfortable spaces if that makes sense right and what's happening is that because they're closing so hard it's opening up the lane for him and it's putting him in a position mm-hmm. where he can drive the lane go for the layup where he will highly unlikely get a foul call you know he did get some calls last night he did he did he did pretty well but you know um that's not his strong suit you yeah. know yeah. and maybe even like passing the ball here and there mm-hmm. which is also not a strong suit but i do like that he is adapting his game based on what the defense is giving him his percentages are not screaming like efficiency but he's doing what he's supposed to do based on what the defense is giving him so there that's okay the percentages will fluctuate based on what is happening but you know him shooting two for eight from three-point line it's okay i expect him to take about 10 threes a game to be honest with you and if he shoots three of 10 then he's shooting on average and which is okay based on the offense that we are running that's mm-hmm. the shot we want him to take yeah so it i don't think it's just percentage wise it's more volume in the sense like remember trevor ariza put up how many three pointers in what 2017 2018 but his percentage is like what 33 percent i don't think it was that low i think it was still relatively let's, let's, low let's fact check this i mean i can be wrong continue but the volume of the shots is the thing okay okay yeah. so that that's why i don't have a huge issue with that you know it's okay <coughs> i think that we'll take it as we go and the pressure should not be on Armani Brooks. I'm hot on Christian Wood. Okay. Okay. Well, real quick, before we do talk about Christian Wood, uh-huh. my boy, Trevor the God Ariza, averaged 37% from three that year. Okay. 4%. Booyah. And, 4% he, and he jacked up more threes than okay, Armani Brooks. It's okay. So, in your face. But also, no, because kidding. he's a veteran. He's prepared. And he also played alongside James Harden, who has the gravity of, like, you know the fucking universe in 2017 well that and chris that and chris paul and then on top of that and on top of that they knew that that was their year exactly okay so i mean it it, comparing apples to oranges i'm just speaking of in the sense of percentages and volume and you know trevor reza did shoot well but obviously um you know he shot a lot better that year considering the offense and the gravity that both chris paul and james harden possess yeah but i'm just saying that with Armani Brooks, there will be improvement 
as long as he keeps playing and he improves his you know his stamina endurance and as he's put as he as the season progresses and his body gets more used to it he'll be able to hopefully put more of these shots in because he'll, get, he'll start yeah. seeing more of these same attempts he'll get better but he'll get I, better i'm honestly more impressed than than in the sense of the fact that he is taking what the defense gives is giving him and he's showing some offensive versatility the guy can play defense. We've seen it. His lateral movement's there. But he's just as guilty as everyone else falling asleep on off-ball defense. Yep. You know, like I said, I'm angry at Christian Wood. I'm hot on Christian well, Wood. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because that's, I had a bone. Because I, I had a little bit of a bone to pick with Armani Brooks uh-huh. now. Let's talk about the man that you have a bone to pick with because you were hot. You were the, – the rage was hot for him yeah, at I, the end I, of at I the was, end I was really angry. Yes. But Explain I don't yourself. think he deserves I don't think he deserved that. I was upset cuz I wanted to win the game. Reactionary? I, yes, I was more emotional and angry. Okay. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, we know what Christian Wood brings to the table. And when you pull LP and you put in Christian Wood in the last 4 minutes of the game and you see how the score fluctuated and how we they went on a 17 to 10 run, I'm not saying he's solely responsible, but he has a major influence in that reason because of his lacks, his lacks, lacks of day school defense. Yeah. Al P only played 15 minutes, but he was efficient when he was there. No, outside no. of the outside of the four foul, what the three fouls he got. In yeah, no, minutes. but stat wise, no, he had four fouls, and I agree with you in terms mm-hmm. of his efficiency. But I mean, he was getting punked defensively. He was. Let's not, let's but, not before let's the not, fourth quarter. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, he uh, improved slightly, but yeah. still, it wasn't it wasn't where I needed. He was still he getting did, he, beat. He didn't draw any fouls in the fourth, though. He didn't. I know. No, and I'm really happy for him. But yeah. the tic- a lot of them are ticky tack calls on him. I'm not blaming him for the fouls. He yeah. definitely needs to improve on that mm-hmm. overall. It's obvious that the rest are trying to pick up on him. Well, in general, I will say this: that LP had a plus, had a positive plus minus mm. out of the players. He was a plus two. Or plus three. I don't remember what I recall. Yeah. But Christian Wood was tied minus with the 11. biggest minus with yeah. him, EG, and unfortunately KPJ. That's because they all played together. Yeah. But Christian Wood, because those guys can all defend. These guys did their jobs on the perimeter. Eric Gordon can defend. KPJ can defend on the ball. What about Christian Wood? Yeah. You know? So that's my issue there. Um, the effort, in my opinion, was not there. He wasn't trying to get... He wasn't trying to get those rebounds. And you saw that jump ball after the inadvertent whistle. LeBron beat him when Christian Wood should have been there. His reach is so much higher than LeBron's. Yeah. Like, you can tell the effort just was not there. He didn't give a shit. And that's the thing that pissed me off. Yeah. It's like, it's little things like that that equates to winning basketball that Christian Wood does not do. And that is where my issue lies. Yeah. And that's why I'm hoping that we can ship him off. Even though I do see the possibility of a Shangoon Wood thing, I'm honestly leaning towards the trade because I want a haul. I want a nice haul considering his contract, and he'll have one more year after this. So we need some picks. And I'm okay yeah. with losing as long as I, – I, I don't think he's a complete toxicity to the team, but there are things that he does that equate to bad habits that some of these young guys – could learn from in a negative manner yeah and that's not what we want on this team you see guys like josh christopher who hustle 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 lp hustle 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 do we want those guys to follow um christian wood no no that's not no, the goal not. no okay yeah. well let's turn the page though let's turn the page because 
I do want to talk about something that's obviously very important because when you talked about Christian Wood being traded, one of my possibilities is I've, I've been sitting on it for a while now. Oh, what's up, Young Bucket? Hey. <laughs> that's good, bro. <laughs> we have friends over right now, so. And then Anthony's here. Shout out to Anthony. Anthony's here too, so we're having a game night. Yay. <laughs> okay, so GM, I do want to talk about something because I thought about this wood wood possibly being traded and possibly being gone. GM, I've come to the conclusion, especially after last night's game, this is not reactionary. Purely not reactionary. I want to trade him this season. And I'll give you my reason. Mm-hmm. Let me give you my reason. I want to trade him because his this will be the all-time high. He has two more years left in his contract this year and next year. It'll be worse off. This will be the highest, like, peak-wise, I think, of his value would yeah. be this season. That's point number one. Point number two is you can get that haul, the haul that you can get from a team that's contending or just teetering on t- contention and needs someone that can bring him over the top will give us a haul that we need. Maybe, you know, a first-round pick. Multiple maybe first. Hopefully. Multiple first-round picks. Point number three, we still have Tice. I think Tice... In this offense, as the sole five. As opposed to the double big. As opposed to the double big mm-hmm. is a lot better than people will give it credit for because of the fact that you can still run four out. Tice, who's a better screen setter, mm-hmm. who's a better defender, and who tries harder. Not Now, granted, he's not, he's not the offensive whiz that Christian Wood is. He's not going to give you... 17, mm-hmm. 17, 18, 20 points a game. That's not what he's going to give you. But mm-hmm. that can be distributed and trickled out to Shangun yeah. and to the other players as well, to Jay Sean Tate. Yeah. I like the idea of Tice staying and mm-hmm. Wood going yeah. because of the hole you can get in return and you can keep a a big that can you know basically just give us what we need at the five spot alone. A traditional big that can set hard strong screens which would never sets would never sets a hard screen mm-hmm. that's partially why that you know it partially why Jalen Green and KPJ don't get as free as they should yeah I feel like Tice, you noticed that last yeah. night when the dribble handoffs to Jalen when Jalen was trying to get a shot Wood wouldn't really put in the effort for the screen exactly you know I mean? Tice is the wide bodied German express yeah. yeah that's what I want I want to see that wide bodied nougat filled body just kind of getting in there and getting the screen set but gm i want to ask i want to ask you now would you do you do you agree with me do you disagree with me where do you see christian wood in this offense do you want to see him get traded do you prefer he stays what do you prefer i want him gone i want him gone tomorrow in my opinion but that's that's neither here nor there hopefully we can get him gone by the deadline that's hopeful you know regarding i mean regarding the fact that it's up to Raphael stone on what he's looking for particularly in a trade mm-hmm. but what you're stating in regards to Tice replacing his minutes and when, I think we'll when be Wood fine. is gone, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be we'll, okay. We're probably still going to lose as much as we lose now. We'll probably still be competitive. It might not be as competitive per se, but you know we'll see a lot more of the offense run through a KPJ, Jalen Green, and Josh Christopher, Al P. Sangoon, and other players, you know. But that's just what I think. And I think that overall, it'll be a good choice. Yeah. That's what uh, that's what I'm saying too. I think and it'll you know, you know my little key here, my key to all of this. Yeah. It's one step closer to Garuba getting PT. Jesus Christ. We're one step closer to the we're one step closer to the kingdom boys and girls. We're getting there. So, okay. Oh, snap GM. Okay, wait. You you just had some breaking news come up real quick. So, go ahead and deliver it to the people. Okay, it was just announced via was it Waj or or Shams? I don't remember who it was. Yeah, one of them. It was Woj. Um, saying that last night, unfortunately, Ricky Rubio 
tore his ACL in his left knee last night for the Cavaliers, which is unfortunate. Ricky Rubio is having himself a great season for the Cavs or the fifth seed right now. But you know what that means? Cleveland. Call up Houston because we got a point guard sitting down well, on the they roster. Lost Sex- they lost Sexton and now they lost Rubio. So now they're really in deep and they really need a point guard. Or dare I say, I mean, Eric Gordon, he's kind of a point guard now. <laughs> hey! he, he ain't going to do anything. Not in regards to what Ricky Rubio brings to the no, table. No, 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 no. But yeah, John Wall would be perfect. John Wall would be perfect for <laughs> this team. And if they have, if they got some cap space that they can willingly take in, you know. Send them over shit give us kevin love we'll, we'll take kevin love yeah we'll, maybe i know i told, maybe. I told you i'd be down to take kevin love sure Chris, on, christian no not well we had to have a deal where christian wood goes to i gotta get rid of tice too i mean i, I I'm, I'm not gonna live in a world where kevin love daniel tice and shangun are all on the same team i can't well love can't can actually play it. the four he doesn't have to play the five but all that's, minutes but that's jay sean tate's spot yes um, Kevin Love, I mean, I mean, well, I'm, he's already coming off the bench. I'm Love just, is already coming I'm off the bench. I'm just speaking off the sense of, you know, just making salaries work. Because <coughs> John Wall is getting paid north of, what, 29 to $32 million a year. So They need a point guard. They need a point guard. Bottom so line. let's see what hopefully Cleveland comes calling. Because if what they really need is success. Mm-hmm. This is the first year without LeBron James where the team is actually moving forward yeah. in a sense. And they're winning. Yeah. So, yeah. Yo, call up John Wall. Call up Raphael Stone. Let let your get boys the, know. The, yeah, get the deals, man. Get the deals let, let's done. Let's get let's get the ball moving. Let's let's send John Wall over to Cleveland. They're competing. They're competing yeah. right now. Okay, GM. Let's go home here. But before we go home, let's circle back to this Rockets Lakers game. Give me your MVPs, or give me your MVP from last night's game. Dude, man, KPJ and Jalen, and low key Agreed. Josh Christopher. Josh Christopher was playing hard last night. Yeah. And the guy, he he literally stepped up to Russ, picked his pocket after Russ was talking shit to him, and dunked it. Literally. I mean, Jacob's got to like, get— Literally the next yeah, possession we got to give an honorary mention to freaking Jacob. Because, you know, I'll say this too. We lost—the tide started turning when it wasn't just Shangun who left the game, but it was when Jacob left the game. Because there was hustle. Yeah. There was— there was fire there. You know, he got that. He got the. He netted the pass over. It was either him or Nawaba that netted the pass over mm-hmm. to Jalen Green with that yeah. step up three that got us down one. Yeah. So there was this energy that Josh Christopher provides. I'm. I'm at a point now though, GM, where it's like, Jacob, when everyone gets healthy, I pray to the Lord, basketball gods almighty that Jacob can still get minutes because this dude is obviously and he should be woven into the fabric of this team I already can see the way that he kind of leads the team in terms of just his spirit alone I just love the hustle that he provides he's efficient in his scoring he may not be a pure like a pure point guard but you don't get this development out of kpj and josh christopher without sitting john wall yeah and i love what i'm seeing right now out of jacob i Mm -hmm. personally believe that at the end of the day when everyone comes back he still should have minutes dare i say he should be the backup point guard i'm sorry augustine but at some point at some point something's got to give i agree i agree i do too Mm -hmm. okay so and i agree with you gm my my mvps are christian wood oh I'm just kidding. It's not Christian. <laughs> it's going to be Jalen Green and uh, KPJ who combined for 46 points. 
they obviously killed it and they showed lebron and the rest of the nba that they're forced to be reckoned with when they are back did you like my post by the way because i did put the nba's favorite backcourt yep and one of my friends uh, responded to that and said nope not the nba's favorite backcourt but he's a laker fan no so. i was just mad well i did it i did it out of i did it out of hilariousness alone i you know yeah. i did it with hilarious innuendos it was well, there's a, a lot joke. of hate but it's oh okay. that was the whole point yeah. That was the whole point. You know, mm-hmm. Houston's always hated, so I'll gladly take it. All right, let's go home here, GM. Uh, once again, thank you once again for joining uh, joining myself here and just being my partner in all of this. Uh, anything to say? Anything to say before we go home here? Uh, no, man. Um, let's hope everyone has a safe new year. Um, let's all, you know, party, have fun responsibly. Do not drink and drive, guys. Uh, enjoy yourself. But... Be careful out there, guys. Oh, real quick. Give me a – give me a – we didn't do a proper preview, but give me a prediction right here. Score. Uh, Miami Heat, Houston Rockets, December 31st on Friday. Go. Miami 117, Houston 100. Blowout. Yep. Okay, because Lowry, Lowry and Jimmy Butler are turning. Okay. I'm going to say 120 – 112. Miami. (laughs) Don't you do that. No, there's no need for the suspense. It's Miami. So, okay. All right. So we're both agreeing under uh, under the wing that the Miami is going to win. The losing streak is going to continue for our Rockets. But hey, man, 10 and 24. It's okay. We still got 10 wins. I'm perfect. Oh, 10 and 25 now. I'm I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. 10 and 25 now. And uh, all's well that ends well. Uh, slowly slipping out of that uh, five games now back from uh, the play-in. So it's slowly slipping away, but nonetheless, we're doing good things here in terms of developing our talent, developing our players. So anything else, GM, before we go home here? That's all? That's it, man. All right. Well, big thank yous to everybody who listens to us once again. You can listen to us on all of your podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon Music, wherever, whenever and wherever you get your podcast you can also listen to us on spacecityscoop.com where we are the official podcast for them uh make sure to give them a follow on twitter if you don't already give us a follow as well at summit som pod and on instagram at summit som pod for all latest and breaking news for all houston rockets in terms of signings trades releases whatever you need we have it for y'all so With this pandemic going on, make sure that you are taking care of yourselves. And most importantly, make sure that you are taking care of each other. We'll see you either next week or in a few days when we have an episode ready for y'all. So just be on the lookout for that and uh, take care. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Happy New Year. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. We did it. We time traveled to yesterday. Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. The Summit for, 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 for Life.